0: ever come up with a name for Corn Nuts Guy, or is he just Corn Corn Nuts Nuts
1: Guy? guy. No, Corn Nuts Guy doesn't have a name yet. Um, let's see. I
2: think his name should be Corn Nuts Guy. Uh, I
0: love- but do we want to give him a name or do we just want to keep him Corn Nuts Guy?
1: Corn Nuts Guy. The big question is, is he ever coming back after this adventure? Because if so, he needs a name. If not, he can be Corn Nuts Guy. I- he
0: might die tonight, let's be honest. This is true. Corn Nuts
3: Guy can never die.
1: Yeah, I bought that guy some (laughs) fucking Corn Nuts. He can't die. The Corn Nuts are within all of us. Cornet's guy will always be with you.
0: Hello, and welcome to MC Game Fab, Matt's cool game for attractive people. I'm Matt, and this is my cool game. And if you're here with me tonight, then congratulations. You're all my attractive people. Uh, Sorry for the low voice tonight It's uh, partly because it's midnight as I record this And partly because my voice and face hurt I'll probably end up re-recording this later When I'm feeling a little better Um, For now, thanks for dealing with the late episode And uh, I will catch y'all later Stay attractive, don't talk to cops God, who would have guessed Faulkner would be the first one To fucking infiltrate security here he just fucking solid snaked all of you. Oh That's, my what Paul-
4: God. That's what
1: podcasters do, my man. Dude, Faulkner is the first person I expected to do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Does anyone else want to try to sneak past security, or are you just going to give up your Pokemon or get them ball gagged?
2: I was going to roll perception on that wand thing. Like, okay. how when I, we saw it release the ball, like, yeah, was it like? It Electricity? Seems, it, like, what did it look like? What? It seemed
0: like there's just something like electromagnetic about it, where like if you push the button while it's near, then you can uh, release the ball gag.
2: Because I would imagine Cece has a taser in her purse. Same thing.
0: I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a thing that could happen. Maybe sounds like something you'd roll technology education about.
2: Okay. It's a ten.
0: Okay. It seems like it might be. You get the idea that it might be dangerous, but it also might work.
2: Well, I don't want to put my Pokemon in harm's way,
0: or their fresh outfits. Honestly, I don't think that I don't think you're worried about hurting them so much because they're going to be in the Pokeball. I think the real worry is you shocking yourself.
3: Mm.
2: Well, my backup plan is just to put them down the front of her dress,
0: <laughs>
2: in her oh, in her bra. Yeah, yeah in make her boot, even bigger. Yeah, I mean. He's not going to go digging in there.
0: You don't know. Oh, no. He's very intimate with those corn nuts.
2: <laughs> Damn it. He can keep his corn nut hands away. <laughs> hands. CC grabs Jeanette and says, Yes, let's go to the car to put our Pokemon in the car. Let's do, let's do that. Yeah. She okay. kind of drags her away. Okay. So we could just... We could probably just put stuff it in our bra, don't you think? They get pretty small.
3: Oh, um, wait, really? Do you think that'll work? What if they? What if he tries to, you know, fe- fe- feel it up or whatever?
2: Well, then we sue him for sexual harassment. Mmm. It's worth a shot. I mean, I was gonna say, do you have any other better ideas? Mm, Absolutely none. Let's do it. <laughs> I imagine they kind of just duck behind the car where no one can see them. Yeah. And just We're like gonna... quickly shove them down the bra. Yup. Shove them in.
0: <laughs> okay. Just Both of you are just shoving Pokeballs into your bra? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's my game plan. You just show up with oddly pointy titties.
2: <laughs> no. I CC's rather busty, so she just kind of like, they're like in between her boobs. Just, but you can't see them because she pushed them down real low.
0: I don't even think she's probably that busty because we all know how skinny she is.
2: Well, she had work done, Matt.
0: Okay, as long as we would designate that they're very fake, that's fine.
2: They are fake.
0: All right. Then, yeah, that's acceptable. Okay, uh, so this is definitely going to be a guile (laughs) roll.
3: Oh, boy. I might fail this for the both of us. I'm sorry. It's okay. Cece's got a 3d6. She could maybe uh, cover for
0: me. Yeah, and uh, he's going to be trying to and he's, he sees the both of you and uh, he he's mostly fine with Cece, but he sees the big trench coat you got on and <laughs> he's like okay, that's going to be an issue.
3: Well, but you don't want to ruin the
2: surprise. This is part of my, uh, you know, performance this evening. Do you not remember she's on the list? She is an exhibiting artist and she is going to be doing some sort of performance, an artsy performance.
0: That's great and all, but I'm not going to be seeing the performance. I'm out here on security duty all night, so I'm not really that worried about spoilers. You don't have to describe to everyone else what you've got under there, but you, like, you can just flash the security guard with your tren- trench coat if you like.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. And so Jeanette opens her tr- trench coat and gives him a very quick flash. And people that could see in their peripheral see things that are kind of... They, they see green, they see some bright colors... And then you know, there's some rustling. It sounds like like crinoline or something. And then it, and she pu- pulls it back over her. I was like, see, it's it's not anything wrong. It's just there's parts that are dangling off,
0: right? I'm. That's not going to be a charm roll, but that's going to be a something roll. <laughs> so like what's, be... like that's like a confusion attack.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a Confusion attack. A
0: little
1: bit. Um. Uh uh That could be Guile.
0: Yeah, I say it's cause she is hiding something. So probably yeah, Guile.
3: I'm gonna roll for Guile using my stats, not Royce And I got a ten for Guile.
0: Okay. And he's pretty weird out by this whole thing. He's just like <sighs> fine, just just go on. Go on. Thank you
3: the art world also thanks you. She does like a little one of those like little half bows that are white people do that make everyone feel really awkward.
1: Oh god. And I'm just Ugh. I'm just still wondering if that counts as an indecent exposure charge.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she's very clothed underneath. Okay. It's just it's just wearing she's wearing
2: part of her art
0: okay. as well. Okay. Okay. I get you. All right, CC, your turn.
2: Well, I mean, she just walks up and goes, well, if you need to check my purse, here you go. And she opens up her
0: purse. Uh, he scans the purse. He looks in the purse and he scan and he asks you the same thing that he's been asking. else. do you consent to a search?
2: Mm-hmm. Of right. course, darling. He
0: waves the wand over you. And uh, yeah, uh, you've got some chains on. To Is it some like jewelry on that a are lot. also catching his stuff? So like he's getting. Uh, ma'am, I'm going to need you to remove some of that.
2: Excuse me now. Do you understand how much this costs? I rolled a nine, by the way, on this guile. Do you understand how much this costs? I can't just put it down. This is on loan. I have a contract. I am not allowed to take this off until I get home and put it in a lockbox.
0: Ma'am, I'm not asking you to remove it from your eyesight. I'm just asking you to remove it from your person for about 30 seconds or so.
2: I signed a contract. I don't think you understand. I signed a contract with the bank that this is not going to leave my neck. Until I get home and put it in a safety deposit box. Are you going to talk to the bank?
0: (sighs) He just kind of weighs the options. Like he's pretty sure you're full of shit, but he also knows you're very annoying to deal with. And And he
1: doesn't get paid enough for this.
0: Yeah. He's getting paid just a little bit above minimum wage. And he's pretty sure that like, even if you do have some sort of contraband on you you're probably not going to be like doing a spree shooting or anything with it here so you're probably safe so he just waves you through you're fine you're fine go ahead thank you so now aside from the mayor who's not here right now we have one person left on the outside (laughs) oh uh yes yes uh, so my nuts are on the ground well um, a few of them are on the ground not all of them you bought like two bucks worth yeah I did which is a lot you bought two king size bags of corn
4: nuts big and two swinging bags of nuts two swing bags of, yeah exactly
3: swang them
4: so while I guess while the other murkros are like you said they flocked down to start like eating at them or they laughed at me that's what they did they laughed mm-hmm. at you because they saw what you were doing alright so I, I look at the murkrow, I'm like okay like all right, maybe you're not interested in nuts, but do you like shiny things?
0: Well, Stickerbeak kind of looks down at you, and the, the sticker on his beak is indeed very shiny and glittery.
4: Does he respond? Please respond. I showed you my shiny. Please respond.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: well,
4: hey, bud, I like shiny things too. If you want to team up, albeit a temporary partnership, I can show you where lots of more shiny things are. Is that a yes? Take it as a yes. So I'm sure being a a lovely, smart bird, self-awareness is an amazing thing. I can't get you into the front door, but if you can figure out a way to get inside this house without letting anyone see you, I will help you get shiny things at that
0: point he just kind of squawks and just starts and just kind of flaps away. The other Murkrow are still on the on the perch and they're just kind of hanging out, just kind of eyeing some of the corn nuts on the
4: ground. But yeah, sticker beak's gone. I dump I dump out more of the corn nuts to see if maybe the other murkrows will eat some.
0: Oh yeah, the uh, with sticker beak gone, the rest of them just immediately flock down trying to do it. And then corn nuts guy starts sweeping at them with the broom again and they're all just all squawking and go and flapping around. Other than that, yeah, uh, Stickerbeak is fucking gone. You don't know where he went. Okay. Aww.
4: I give, uh, while the guy's sweeping away, I, I grab the, the half-empty bag of corn nuts. I twirl it to kind of seal it, and I'm like, here you go, man. And I hand him the bag of corn nuts, and I walk inside. Roll for Guile. Seven. Could be
0: worse. Okay. So, uh, he at the last second, he notices you, but like he's just getting swarmed by these murkrow he's about to say something to you but you round the corner on him he just kind of makes a mental note to check you out later to make sure you don't have any contraband on you but for now he's dealing with the Murkrow situation and he's got lots of nuts so you might have to deal with that later but for now you're inside
3: Cool. yay
0: yeah honestly you know like af- seeing as how Alex you've already snuck your Pokemon mm-hmm. in I don't mind giving you what I thought was going to happen okay. I just thought you were going to show your Voltorb with it's face side back and just say here's my Pokeball ah. and and allow him to put the, re- the Pokeball restraint on it and then afterwards Voltorb could just shock it off
3: nice see that's clever I like that we just pretended they were our titties instead <laughs>
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's more like a... us. <laughs> yeah.
4: The st- the standard chick thing. But titties. Oh wait, you put you put your Voltorb in your bra?
3: I put no, I put the Pokéballs in my bra. In the Pokéballs about the same thing, but
4: Yeah, I see. I understand. Titties. Titties. That's what I heard and that's what I understood.
3: Yeah, he like perked up whenever we started talking about titties.
4: Yeah,
1: just it's the man radar. So mm-hmm. if you hear the word titties, you're like, what? It's
3: like a dog. Oh, and now
1: I feel like I'm gonna sound like that's true, but I just got back with my fucking beer.
4: <laughs> 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 I heard titties again. Did someone say titties?
3: It's like a dog saying treat. <laughs> Did
4: you just Do, say- there he is. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like it's like saying the word walk around Walkies? a dog. Walkies.
3: Mm-hmm. Walkies.
0: Titties. Titties. Oh, no, we don't want
3: to make the Oh, no, we don't want to make.
0: Uh, let's figure out what we're doing with the mayor. The mayor is the last one to enter the party. Everyone else has solid snuck their way into. I hate you. Okay. I love you. <laughs> it evens out then. Did you say solid snuck?
3: Yeah. Solid Eckens.
0: Yeah. So like the past tense of solid snake is solid snuck. Oh my god. I fucking hate it, Matt, but I love it. I'm quitting uh, this podcast.
2: It, We're done! We're done!
0: You know, this podcast died the way it lived. Making people angry through puns. I don't get to talk about bad puns. I think the real reason that people are mad at puns is because they're not the person who made it up. That's
3: basically it.
0: I would. Agree. I did not get to inflict that suffering.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like farting in a crowded car.
5: Oh, yeah. Oh my god. I've been been there.
0: So uh, as I was saying, everyone has snuck in except for the mayor. The mayor is last in line. So he's got a choice here. He could go in clean, put his Pokemon in the car and CC's car the way a few other people did and just leave him there with the windows rolled down and the air conditioner going. Maybe his little, his favorite tunes blasting over the radio. So he'll be, you know, nice and comfortable.
2: A sign in the window that says, I am, I'm listening to my favorite songs.
0: He could also submit to a ball gag, which is a little bungee cord device that uh, goes over the Pokeball that will unlock automatically after two hours. But during that two hour time, it will prevent him from opening the Pokeball and letting a Pokemon out. Or he could find some
5: alternative route. Do I have to wait? Do I have to bring my Pokemon? You don't the have thing? to.
0: You don't have to uh, just uh, this is a social dungeon crawl just because you're not going to be like fighting monsters in here. That doesn't mean there isn't things that your Pokemon can't do for you here. This is basically spycraft shit going on here. This is social maneuvering going on here. And there are ways your Pokemon can help you with that. This is your bond moment.
5: OK, I I have a night. I don't know if it's like a nice idea.
0: Uh, what's your not nice idea?
5: I, I had a, I had an idea to try and pass uh, my snubble off as a therapy dog. Oh God! Oh, Do no, it! This is so on he's brand. A therapy Do dog. it!
0: Yeah. No. Oh no! I, I kind of love this idea. I mean, it's awful as a person, but it reinforces
3: but- character stuff for the.
0: Yeah, yeah. So no, as a DM, I love this idea. Yeah, like I, I have plenty. I know plenty of people who do that. You could have Fonzie make him a little uh, service jacket, but Fonzie's already snuck
1: in. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, I can't I, do that then.
5: Yeah, I actually know. I literally I think, have. I literally have a coworker of mine who did that to their dog, just so their dog. Oh, could come in.
1: Yeah,
3: I know a coworker, a former coworker, who did that, so that I guess her apartment had a limit on dogs. Which why would you want? three dogs in an apartment but okay so Uh,
0: some people are just weirdos like that she
3: got the third one approved as an emotional support animal so that she could have three dogs in an apartment which again insane but
1: people do that all the time and it's because you can't like the system is kind of fucked because all of the livable fucking places are like well you have more than one or two animals. We can't let you in there. But yeah, if you get a couple of service animals, they have to let them in. Yeah. Corn nuts guy stops the mayor.
0: He's still crunching corn nuts residue on the corner of his mouth. Like it's been five minutes. He should be finished with that mouthful of corn nuts. But somehow still. Don't <laughs> <laughs> come after him. He's savoring it. <laughs> and he's got the got the little metal detector wand. And he's motioning you forward, mayor. So, he says, step forward, please. Do you consent to being searched for illegal items?
5: Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> All right. And he starts scanning you up and down, and around your belt, he gets that, wow, 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 wow. And he uh, opens up your little coat pocket, and you've got Pinkerton's Pokeball there. this sir, sir, is this a Pokemon, sir?
5: Um, uh, yeah, yes, uh, sir, it is a Pokemon, but uh, it's not just... Any regular old pokemon that you would catch out in the wilderness or wherever have you uh he's as he's a special breed
0: well you mean lock like shiny
5: a uh no it's a uh a special breed a uh support pokemon if you will he's my therapy mon
0: he Kind of just looks at ah, goddamn liberal media, sons of bitches. All right, do you have do you have registration to prove that this animal is a service animal?
5: God, oh God dang it. Like, unfortunately, in uh, in my hurry to get here tonight, I was uh, running late. I realized, you know. uh, just, I was trying to get my suit ready. I was trying to look all spiffed and miffed for the whole town, as you know. I am the mayor. I, I, think I left his. I think I left his registration on the count, on the counter. Uh, if you could just, you know, be a. You seem like a swell guy. You know. Uh, you mind just. Just letting me get on in there so I can uh, mingle and jingle and finaglingle. Oh my god. <laughs> around with everyone. Like, come on, oh. come on, man.
1: Mingle and jingle and cunninglingle. Oh
5: my god.
3: Mingle and jingle, cunninglingle.
0: Beautiful. Service Pokemon aren't usually transported around outside, inside a Pokeball, they're usually out and about at all times in order to actually serve as service animals.
5: Oh shit, he fucking got you. Yes, uh, of course. Uh, I have him in my pokeball currently. It's just that uh, he, I generally I need I need them around in uh, my social situations. Uh, that's why uh, I uh, brought this uh, this harness.
0: What kind of harness did you bring?
5: It's uh, my belt. <laughs> he just fit, fits right there in my belt. <laughs>
0: did you just take your belt off? <laughs> what? No. Are you just taking off your belt right now?
5: No, I'm just like uh, I. And, like, this is why my belt has so many notches in it. He just sort of hangs down there. Like, uh, I notch him in above my belt, and he puts his little fucking dog legs over the edge, and he's good to go.
0: What the? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, let's see the service animal. Oh, boy.
5: Okay, uh. Uh, Papa. Back pedal, back pedal. Come out, my little angel boy. <laughs>
0: All right, you withdraw the Pokeball. Logan, how's uh, how's Papa
1: doing? So Papa emerges from the Pokeball, and he's a little sleepy. Mm-hmm. He looks up at Corn Nuts guy and notices that he has a snack. <laughs> and immediately he just sits down with wide eyes and begs a little.
0: This noise is Corn Nuts guy. I hate this fucking um, noise. Jesus Christ. Oh, I it's thought that that was... Uh, he kind of looks at the dog, and he's just like... You lack corn nuts, little buddy? He, uh, fishes, uh, into his handful of... He, he didn't have a bag on his own. He just has a big handful that he got from, uh... No, actually, at this point, the handful of corn nuts he got from Roy has given him a hankering for his own corn nuts. And he went to a vending machine off camera and
4: he bought his own bag of corn nuts. He's craving his own nuts. Yeah, yeah. And if I could crave, if I could have my own nuts, I'd never leave home, you know? (laughs) Oh, And as Roy did to
0: Corn nuts Guy, Corn nuts Guy is now paying it forward to Papa. <laughs> and he gives him a little tiny handful of Corn Nuts. Give him dog some nuts? <laughs> Just make sure, little dog,
4: that you pay it forward. <laughs> <laughs> pay for it little doggy.
3: Your own nuts. Go
4: put your nuts in someone else's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alex is dying.
1: <laughs> I hate everything about what just came out of your mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow
0: yeah so how does how does uh, how does the puppy dog react to being given corn nuts? so
1: his little fucking stump tail goes wiggle 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 it's so it's like there's not a whole lot of tail back there so his whole ass is going um <laughs> and then he gets his mouth on the on the corn nuts and you know how it goes with dogs like they start eating something they like and it just like their whole fucking butt stops mm-hmm. and he's just like absolutely <coughs> up off the up off the ground and it's not like violent biting but he's got a short little snout so like he's going at it and going at it and then eventually like i've had picking dogs i get (laughs) eventually he uh he looks up and then he like licks his lips a little bit and sneezes out some of the dust from the floor and then he looks back up at corn nuts guy again Corn nuts guy has like the equivalent of a cop
0: smile. Oh no! And uh, he just looks at yeah, this little guy's not hurting anybody. But keep him out of his pokeball if he's a surface handler. He gives he takes out a collar and it's got a little device on the end of it. It kind of looks like the ball gag, but it's Ooh. more for a live Pokemon to wear. It's like he's gonna have to wear this as long as he's inside, just as a precaution. You understand, right?
1: Yep. Is that a shock collar? I mean, maybe.
3: Well, yeah, i hope not mayor you should investigate what the collar this cop just slapped on your pokemon is no,
1: i don't think it's on yet
5: oh okay. yeah do
0: you consent to me placing this collar upon your dog uh,
5: hold on. that depends on what kind of collar it is
0: it's just a precautionary measure as long as he stay as long as he stays in line there won't be any issue
5: it's like you're not putting any collar on my animal
0: i'm sorry sir unless uh unless he wears the service dog collar uh then uh, I'm afraid I can't let him in.
5: Who Who is this guy?
0: He's Corn Nuts guy. Everybody loves Corn Nuts guy.
3: <laughs> is he a rent-a-cop or is he... A guy
0: from- oh, he's definitely a rent-a-cop.
3: Okay. Didn't know if he was a guy from your own PD mayor.
0: No. Like, there are like four cops in town and you know all of them. This isn't one of them.
5: Gotcha. Can I roll for Guile? Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you can roll for Guile.
5: We're going to be like West man. You're like I don't want to make things hard for you, but just let me tell you, like I know the people running this event, and I know the people who hired you. And let me tell you, whenever I get in there, and I and they hear about the way, what you've been trying to do to my good little buddy here, who helps just he just he's just around to help keep me calm and okay in this social situation. Well, let's just say they aren't going to be too happy and friendly with the way you treated me. You're like, so we got off on a good foot. Let's just keep that going. It's like you said earlier, he's a good little, he's a good little man with little fucking dog legs. He isn't going to hurt nobody. (laughs) (laughs) So come on, man. Zip, zip. You're like, zip, zip. Let me into the party. You know, like mingle, fink, mingle, ringle, bungle, bingle. Come on, I don't want to make. I you're like I don't want to make your night hard. Don't make my night hard. Let's do this. Come on. Roll for guile. I got a six. So,
0: rent corn nuts guy. He doesn't live in this town. He didn't know you're the mayor, and he likes pushing people around. But he knows that his power comes from rich people. And he knows that Warletta Brooks is the main rich person his power comes from. And anyone who's friends with Warletta Brooks probably has similar authority. And unlike some of the other jokers that have come in here, your name is actually on the list. (laughs) Which means there's a limit to how far he's willing to push you without knowing more. So he just kind of steps back. He says, you know what? There's a good little boy you got here. Keep him in line. And there won't be no problems. You understand?
5: Thank, thank you, sir. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, I, I promise he won't be a bothered anyone around here tonight. Just know I got my eye on you. Okay, I understand. I understand. Uh, again, uh, thank you for uh, thank you for your service. You uh, you serve this country well. <laughs> <What the fuck?
0: laughs> what? Yeah. Shithead cops love to hear thank you for your service, so that definitely helps <laughs> okay. out a little bit. And uh and he does the he does the Robert De Niro meet the parents thing. I got my eye on you Fokker. He does that thing, but he lets
1: you pass. So Logan, what were you going to say? Okay, well, since we're going this way, we're just going to do it like this. Um so as you enter, Duke, you are not currently being followed. Yeah, Papa is actually still just kind of like sitting on the ground wigwaggling it um at Corn Nuts guy and looking up at him So if you want him to come after you You probably want to make a command roll Otherwise he's just going to keep begging for nuts Begging for nuts
5: I'm just going to pick him up You're like I'm just going to pick him up And turn him into a lap dog For for the night
1: He does not resist this However he is quite heavy It's a good thing you bench 250 Yeah
0: I can't imagine like Paw Paw actually putting up resistance at all But he'll still be kind of grump about it Oh yeah
1: He's not the happiest of it because you took him away from his beloved food, but he's totally coming.
0: You took away his nuts. Oh my god! Just like every responsible dog owner. Yeah,
3: that's right. Take him to a poke center.
0: Anywho, so you rejoin your party and everyone's reunited again, back inside, and uh, yay! Uh, everyone, roll for perception. Okay. I rolled
2: an 8. I got
3: an 11. Okay. I got a 20. I
0: got a 20. Oh, <laughs> shit. I, was like, I'm wrong I, got, I a. got a 13. Also, for tonight, I'm going to test out a new set of rules that uh, Keithan came up with that I really like. Wow. Mm. Uh, basically, <laughs> any skill check you do where you get two sixes on a skill check two natural sixes that is going to be a crit
1: Ah, oh. what that
0: what that means is if you're rolling your bad stat aka 1d6 you have no chance of getting a crit whatsoever if you're rolling a 2d6 like an average skill roll you've probably got a 1 in 36 chance I love that if you're rolling a pretty good stat you've probably got around a 1d20 chance if you're rolling your very good stat with 4 d 6s you've probably got like a 1 in 12 chance of getting a crit it's a 13% chance There you go. Give or take a little bit. So it's going to be impossible to get a crit on a bad stat, but the better you are on a stat, the
1: more of a chance you have to get a crit.
3: Well, I critted on that for my twenty, but I just
1: you got two sixes. I did. Not only was that a good ass roll, you also crit on it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Woo. First of all, the first thing that grabs your attention is your art exhibits that are just placed strategically all around the building.
3: Oh, okay.
0: You can Woo-hoo. see all of them from the uh, the uh, entranceway. And we'll get to what those are in a second. Watch. But I'm going <laughs> to keep describing the scene to you. The air in the room is excited, yet comfortable and welcoming almost immediately, Mm -hmm. just like you would expect a room that usually doubles as a marijuana dispensary. Nice. (laughs) You hear a piano playing softly in the room, though you don't see a piano yet. Okay. There's a lot of townsfolk around. Uh, you recognize a few of, them. not townsfolk, there's a lot of people in the room and they're all dressed very fancily. You recognize a few of them as being people around town, like okay. townsfolk. Not a lot of them. There's a lot of out-of-towners here. Okay. But a few of them are from here. You don't see Warletta Brooks at the moment, oh. but you this is her party. You're going to see her somewhere soon. Have you ever been in here before, Jeanette? No. Okay. During the day, this is a coffee shop and a marijuana dispensary and an art gallery. Do you remember the mocha monkey in Chickasha?
3: Oh, you bet your ass I do.
0: If that was designed by people with taste. Okay. That's what this would be. Yeah. It's a very big, spacious industrial room like it was it you can tell at one point it was like just a business, just a normal concrete building where maybe some factory stuff happened. but it's been since converted and all the exposed pipes in the ceiling have been made into something stylish looking. Mm. And it looks like it was actually intentionally made this way, even though it's just repurposed smartly. I think that's probably good for now. So why don't you describe to the rest of us? What kind of art we're seeing here?
2: Yes, please. Well, so
3: Jeanette has has been going through a bit, you know, of a a midlife art crisis. Mm -hmm. She's trying to rediscover what it means to be a creator. And I'm just going to read the descriptions of these pieces so you can... Judge for yourself how well her midlife art crisis is going for her.
0: Would you like to like take the group? Yes. On a tour?
3: Yes, okay.
0: I would
2: love yes, that. Yes, explain it to us in character, please. <laughs> yes.
0: And uh, you, you'll all. Ju- she'll just take y'all by the arm and just drag y'all around <clears throat> the uh, building while she's sh- just showing you that her amazing art that she's made here.
3: Yes. Okay. So at near the front of the gallery, there's kind of like a big kind of statement wall. And on that, and we're, we're talking like a large fireplace mantle size canvas. This is not a, a cheap canvas by any means. It's huge. <laughs>
1: um,
3: and the placard next to it says, The Last Supper 2.
1: <laughs>
3: it is a mixed media piece. It is The Last Supper um, cut out using figures from magazines, pop artists, um, politicians. Um, you might see, you know, this world Hillary Clinton juxtaposed with Donald Trump. You might see uh, Lady Gaga juxtaposed with Justin Timberlake or Kim K. And they're all cut out and put into this painting. And perhaps a couple of the townsfolk are in there too, <laughs> like the mayor, or even wore on on this canvas. and uh, Did so, you know
1: brown nose your way into this fucking exhibit?
2: <laughs>
3: well, so... <laughs> so in the middle, the Jesus figure is a credit card. And everyone is sucking up to the, the credit card in the middle of this last supper um, of this this over-the-top money. And so Jeanette turns to you all and goes, I don't know if you realize this, but it's a metaphor. Oh,
1: I love this. These people literally aren't Jesus. It's just a metaphor. for <laughs> Our consumerist Why? capitalist culture.
3: That's <laughs> that's right. You read the you read the notes on the back of the card, huh? We're, we're <laughs> <seeing> the <laughs> that.
0: Oh my god.
3: <laughs> um so that was that's the first that's the main, you know, the biggest piece in the room. And then she kind of marches the rest of the group over to another uh piece. It's a smaller installation. Um, basically, it's a it's a grid of self portraits done with a Polaroid camera.
0: Let me pause, let me jump in real quick.
3: Yeah, go ahead.
0: Taking a look at passive perception here.
3: Let people pick up on the vibe.
0: Jeanette is not going to notice because normally she would be the one to notice this, but because she's distracted, she's not going to. Roy, you notice a lot of people are staring at y'all.
3: Oh. Uh
4: okay, what uh. What are their expressions?
3: That's a great question.
4: <laughs> yeah, there are a couple there
0: are a few people around that you realize you know you uh know from town, but a lot of people are people you don't necessarily recognize. I think I'm gonna need you to actively roll for intuition.
4: Okay. Eleven. Okay. Eleven.
0: Yeah, there is uh there are some people that are like, they seem to be noticing Jeanette's very loud explanation, very excited explanation. And they're just kind of, just kind of like looking at it like,
1: yeah, what's,
0: what, what are these people? What are these fucking uh, hillbillies doing here? <laughs> but,
2: um, excuse you. They're dressed well,
0: but, hillbillies. The, but there's one guy who's watching your party and, and he's with no judgment, just watching you all with very keen interest. And it's a man you've never seen before. He's about 5'10", anywhere from 45 to 60 years old, sepia brown skin, very short, black and gray hair, and a goatee. And uh, aside from the goatee, his hair is shaved down to about a a centimeter, but you still tell he's bald. And he's wearing a Canadian tuxedo, AKA denim jacket, denim jeans, and brown leather boots.
4: Does he have Bono glasses on? Nope. Why is that called a Canadian
0: tuxedo? Can we get to the etymology for that? I think it's an MST3K reference. Okay. But uh, that's all you're going to get for now. I say he, out of all the people who are staring at you, he's the one person who is like not staring at you out of like rich people judgment. Mm. Mm. Currently. Anywho, uh, Jeanette, please continue your description.
3: <clears throat> okay. She walks over to this next installation. They, It's a grid of self-portraits and they're all done with a vintage Polaroid camera. And basically it is, you can tell that they're all like intentionally um, obscured and kind of poorly lit shots of Jeanette's own naked body in various (laughs) states of unrest. (laughs) (laughs)
2: This
3: piece, this particular art installation is called pieces of me.
4: Wow, I really like it.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> of course. <laughs> there it is.
3: Janat looks at Roy and she's like, Oh, you you do?
4: Yeah, it's uh, the imagery is quite graceful.
3: <laughs> Janat kind of doesn't know what to say, so she turns back around and looks at her own dumb naked body
4: again. Good.
2: <laughs> it's very expressive. Oh yeah,
3: thank you CC. So this is with my um my vintage polaroid camera. It's really hard to get the film for it. So I had to kind of buy it off the the black art market if you know what I mean. Um The black art kit? The bl- <laughs> <laughs> No. Um but uh, yeah, so thank you again. Um, again, also Cece for helping make all of this happen. It means the world to me.
2: Mm. Well, of course, darling. We're all very excited to see your artwork. <coughs> even if you do change around The Last Supper and um, take Palkia and um, the Elka and Tina out of it, but okay.
3: I, that is that's <laughs> worth some big old snaps for that at least. <laughs> I was trying to imagine like when I wrote that I was like what would the like Pokemon centric original Last Supper look like and not yeah. have my answer
1: <laughs> CC will remember that
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I would think it'd be Palkia and Dialga are taking the role of Jesus and Giratina is Judas Mm. That's my thought process. Yeah,
4: I
0: think the Lake Pixie trio is probably gonna be the three wise men.
2: No Last Supper, Last Supper Hunt. Please
4: meme Giratina on a Judas body yeah. or something.
5: That'd <laughs> kind be of hilarious. I feel
0: like Giratina is Satan. Yeah. Like I think Giratina is the closest Pokemon has to a Satan analog. Uh what about Dark Ray? Mm.
1: Different generation, but still. Yeah. A
5: mm. legendary.
0: That's
1: tough. That's tough. Uh
5: I think No, it's a, no Dar- Dark, Dark Cry is the, that ferryman in Dante's Inferno. Oh, see, that'd be good. Ooh, how about we just do it where, like,
0: it's the difference between Satan and Beelzebub, where, like, in some interpretations they're the same, and in some interpretations they're different.
2: Oh, yeah. Ooh.
0: So, like, they're both representations of devils, and sometimes the devil.
5: Hmm.
0: Anyway, we can figure that out later.
5: They're, dev- love they're devil
0: incorporated. Anywho, uh, Cece, as you're telling Jeanette about what a good job she's doing, you feel a weird flash of just uh, just a uh, someone staring at you, and not like a normal stare. You're used to stares; that's fine.
2: I was gonna say I'm pretty used to that, darling.
0: You feel <laughs> a hateful stare, just oh. drilling drilling into your back.
2: Also used to that.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, you Definitely let the haters know. hate. I'm using <laughs> how hate re-
2: me because they ain't me.
0: How you react to it is entirely up to you. But you feel someone staring at you from behind.
2: Hmm. Mm. So she kind of, you know, while she's looking at the art, she does a light scan of the room to make it look natural and tries to look at where she feels the hatred. And she's, she's got a, you know, a very kind Smile on her face. <laughs> I, guess, I ain't bothered.
0: <laughs> all right. Sounds good.
2: Do I see who it is? Do I need a roll perception? <laughs> roll for perception. Let's do that. That's an eight again. Wow.
0: Okay. I
2: got a special skill today.
0: No, all the people you seem are very much petty and beneath you and in a way that doesn't stand out to you at all. It's for all, it's all just, just, just a sea of NPCs. As far as you can tell.
2: She does a light hair flip and then returns to her gaze to the artwork.
0: And the stair is gone.
2: No. All
0: right, uh, Jeanette, do you have any more of the tour you'd like to do, or? Uh,
3: yes. So there are two more pieces. Just you know, for DM's sake, there are mm-hmm. two more pieces as part of the tour. Okay. Then, um, then there's a special, special piece that uh, we can do. Uh, we can talk about after some more things happen.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Cool.
3: The next little bit, I'll just make, I'll combine the next two because they can be next to each other. So next, um, so Jeanette walks over to another wall on which there are two very different uh, pieces of art. One of which is a pair of clay breasts that sit on the wall like a bra. Oh and they God. are, um, you know, they're, they're kind of realistically shaped um, and they're just brown clay, they have no glaze. And next to that is the, the card, the fountain of life. Mm-hmm. And then next to that piece is a really nice, modest looking um, little landscape and it's of Colgate. And uh, it is just very, very simple and clean and elegant but it is uh, done in like acrylic paint and it's just very, very calm and, you know, pretty straightforward and all and the card next to that says uh, just Colgate.
1: Aw,
0: it's
1: like a nice one.
2: Yeah. So the boobs
3: you on have the thought
1: very long and hard about all of these things <laughs> and I appreciate it right. because like I'm, it's evoking a lot of imagery of clay, titties. It's a I really want to better. meet the person who this character is based on.
3: <laughs> it's, a, it's a combination of Josh's stepmom and a former co-worker. And it okay. looks just like Josh's stepmom.
0: You know, honestly, it's like the, these, these exhibits not only tell us a lot about Colgate, it also tells us a lot about
1: Jeanette, too, and I love Hold it. Hold the fuck up. This is a combination of Josh's stepmom and someone you know that makes this relationship really Freudian <laughs> it's
4: literally what I just mu- uh, hold on hold the fucking phone it's literally what I just muted the mic to ask Alex I'm like wait she looks like my stepmom <laughs> like,
0: I think, I'm like,
4: wait, I think okay, listen I've seen pictures
0: of of Josh's stepmom and nothing against her at all but we've seen how she's illustrated by Elise they are not the only thing they have in common is hair color
3: Yes. Yeah. No. That's that's what I was about to say. Is like. God. Yeah. It's iron gray, <laughs> the long iron gray hair.
4: Is yeah. a oh my
3: Physical God. similarity.
4: I would sooner fuck myself with a with a book of Freud's teachings than think about having sex with my stepmom. I think. <laughs> <laughs> just just throwing burn, that at burn, burn. Burn. Take I, it back is what I'm saying. We <laughs> can cut
2: all of this out. Please. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, Oh, that's one for the tweet book. Yeah.
2: So, so these wall titties, they got full nip? Yeah, full nip. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs>
0: titties, titties. Um Cece, are you gonna put a shirt on that or something?
2: <laughs> Actually Cece's looking around to see if like maybe there's a tablecloth <laughs> around. Um she's half thinking about just getting Fonzie out in the bathroom and asking him to knit something. Cece, <laughs> 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 so does the does looking
3: upon a pair of normal breasts make you feel uncomfortable? You have them, I have them. Lots of people have them. What is it about the female breast Or the male breast whatever What makes that make you feel so uncomfortable
1: Hashtag free the nip
3: Free the tit
1: Just saying
2: Darling I'm not worried about me I'm She leans in a little closer I'm worried about the men folks Sometimes they have trouble controlling their urges (laughs) And those are just some boobies on the wall
4: Yeah But they're they're really nice boobs (laughs)
2: do you see what i mean
4: yes i do
2: (laughs) (laughs) she turns to roy why wasn't talking to you it's rude to listen into someone else's conversation
4: give a frowny face sticker you are Uh, so
2: close to a frowny face sticker mister
4: i like what while she's like yelling at my face i my face sinks into my neck and like my my the little shit jingles in my long island iced tea glass i'm like "Uh, okay I'm, i'm sorry sorry Cece. Fuck and just like turn
3: around. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, uh, boobs. But then the <laughs> other, this other picture. Um, I wanted this is my Smeargle War Warhol's very first artistic debut, and so I wanted to hang him inside a gallery for the entire world to see. <laughs>
1: Do I get to decide what this is since technically I play the Pokemon?
3: Well, it, I mean, Smeargle painted this
2: little landscape
3: of Colgate. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, so that was, okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah. The the one classic oh, thing. Oh, I, th-
2: I thought he did
0: the
1: boobs. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
2: yeah, oh yeah. Smear old paint. It's too much time alone and on the internet.
1: <laughs> uh, you know that's what happens with absentee parents. You know, she's all out. <laughs> make Pokemon. Why would you let your Pokemon fuck with like finger paint with fucking acrylics? You'd be picking that shit out of its fur for like a week and a half. <laughs> he
3: doesn't know any, any better. <laughs> He's just rainbow colored whenever I come home. <laughs> He's, yes. He does have waterproof paint in his tail.
0: Yeah. Smirgle paint is just different colored piss.
3: Oh no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love this and hate this.
0: Faulkner, are you there? Yes. Something in the corner catches your eye turn my head roll for perception
5: all right moment of truth
0: moment of truth 10 wow okay nice so you look in the corner where there's a little table and they've got there's accoutrement set up everywhere there's little hors d'oeuvres and uh serving trays full of vinyl finger foods everywhere in the corner is a little table with like sweet tea dispenser and some cups And there's a tablecloth on the table, too. And underneath the table, where it's, you know, very dark and shady, just out of view of most things, you see a little face with a great big Cheshire grin smile.
1: Also, if there is a sweet tea table, um, Cappy is there. All right. Yeah, Cappy's
4: there. What? I'm just going to, like, slowly and awkwardly, and obviously, mosey my way over to this table as I'm fixated on okay. the face I see. Uh, I am also slightly nervous. Okay. Roll for Guile. Oh, Guile's the best roll.
0: Uh-huh, six. He did it. Okay. Right as you're starting to sneak towards it, and its eyes are blue and glittery. And its smile is big and white and somehow shining through this darkness. And right as you start to sneak towards it, bam, the window next to you rattles. The Murkrow has just tried to attempt to fly through the window and it bounces off the window and just kind of floats back and just kind of lands on the ground there. And this is outside. This just hit the window outside and it kind of startles you, Faulkner. And when you turn back around to where you were looking, the little face is gone.
1: What in the Sam, hell was that?
4: What? What, did you guys see what I saw? I saw... Did anyone of you see that?
0: See what, darling? You all did probably hear that bird hit the window, yes.
2: I heard a thump, but I didn't see anything.
4: No, 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 the bird was a distraction. A distraction! There was a thing under the table. Note to self. I pull out my... I kind of lean into my mic. Note to self. On this evening... It was a dark and rainy night and I experienced a live encounter with a Pokemon ghost.
0: So was it a live encounter or a dead
4: encounter? Oh my God, a dead encounter. So Jeanette
3: overhears this and she goes over to Cece and goes, so as much as we want my exhibit and your and the fish to succeed, we might have to tell Warletta that her property is haunted and then she might go out of business forever. And then she moves away.
1: (laughs) Wait, 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 where is the fish exhibit? All I'm seeing around here is a bunch of titties.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So there is a little cordoned off section in, uh, against the back wall that is kind of in the center of the room well not the center of the room in the center of the back wall and it's kind of got big thick curtains around it cc you know that's where they did construction you've come in Mm -hmm. a couple times to just check in on progress uh you know that they're
1: you haven't seen the finished product yet but you know it's going to be lovely
2: oh it's gonna be amazing
1: All right. Can I do a thing? Yeah, please do your thing. Okay, cool. So now that Cappy has kind of announced his presence a couple of times, uh, he's over by the sweet tea right now. He's poured himself a glass and he's kind of like looking at everybody and Faulkner who is very nearby and taking a sip of his drink real quick. Um, He has dressed himself up in blue suspenders over what's probably one of his Sunday dress short sleeve white shirts uh, with a matching bow tie. Mm -hmm. He's got dress shoes which have seen better days and a brand new pair of denim jeans. Nice. They're tight. Oh God. Entirely too tight. Oh God. Um, Let's see. who has got a passive perception over 10 real quick. Uh, I think Roy and Jeanette but I could be uh, wrong. Yeah, Roy and Jeanette. Um, you two notice that Margaret isn't into Cappy for the free fish.
0: Oh. <laughs> Good
1: lord. <laughs> He's also got a bucket hat, uh, which is like that cloth hat that you see fishermen in, mm-hmm. um, a tote bag from somebody called 911, and in his left hand, a mini cassette tape recorder from the 80s. So is he recording? Is he pouring in on yeah. Ballmer's territory? So as he starts asking about where the where the fish exhibit is, he pulls the recorder up to his mouth and he says, all right, I've found some of the people who are uh, here for this art exhibit. And I hope that they lead me to the location of our quarry, a rather large magicarp." We're going to be listening in on the sounds of this very dignified wildlife flopping around in uh, in its little fishy tank once we get there. This is Cappy signing off with Cappy's ASMR Hour.
3: Oh, shit.
1: He's
4: in league with
1: her!
0: Why? (laughs)
4: That sounds so genuine, Kayla.
0: Oh my god. (laughs) Faulkner is my favorite sad sack character, like in all of fiction.
5: He's the sad sack wasp trap.
0: He is the gill from Simpsons of our generation. (laughs)
4: <laughs> Guys, my character's on a roller coaster I, I, I just, I, uh, Faulkner just saw a ghost And now he, he finds out this Oh my god I can't, It's, it's shocking Oh my god
5: party betrayal. If I, if, if I didn't know any better I would just say that Matt really Likes to make uh, you the punching bag Of uh, the campaign, Caleb
0: I had nothing to do with this one You know, it, it's kind of inherent When you're a podcaster, you know It's just part of the job <laughs> uh, It's just part of the job but no, this 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 little development is all Logan's doing.
4: Logan, that's well played, my friend. Well played. Winky face.
5: <laughs>
3: Winky face.
0: Mayor, you overhear Giff Sizemore talking to a citizen, but you mostly hear Giff Sizemore trying to get away from this citizen. You overhear, Sheriff, you got to do something about these hoodlums. These rowdy teens are vandalizing my property day and night. I put up cameras. <laughs> these dogs you gotta do something about these dogs <laughs> <laughs> these rowdy teens are vandalizing my property day and night i put up cameras i put up fences and every time i come home and there's kids on my lawn doing hood rat things with their friends <laughs> gift size says yeah yes yeah, 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 sir i've i've received your police reports we are looking into the matter at this point i'm going to assume all of you hear this because this guy's being pretty loud okay Everyone except CC roll for gossip.
2: So, am I going to already know this?
5: Yeah, CC, you already know this person. CC runs in the same social circles as this person.
2: I got a five, which is great for me.
5: Okay, uh,
0: yeah, surprisingly enough, uh, Faulkner knows the most out of all of y'all. I got a 12 as well. Okay, so you both got a 12? We all got 12s. Yeah. Okay. So. All three of you somehow, despite not being in this social circle at all, know Jeff Clinton.
1: Whoa.
0: Jeff is a junior executive at Persian Finance, LLC. Ah. It's a company in Golem County just outside of Marble City. Both he and his wife live in town. They attend your church. Well, the wife attends the church. Sometimes he comes along. Sometimes their son Georgie comes along too, but most of the time he's too sick to attend. Actually, Roy, you know this specifically because you've treated him once or twice. Oh. Their son, Georgie, is a quiet, shy boy about 10 years old. You've treated him, at, you've seen him at your, at your doctor's office, and occasionally you see him around church youth groups, but he doesn't come around often. You've heard he's a frail boy of poor fortitude. Roy, you know that to be the case, but before you could get any serious diagnoses on him, his parents yanked him out of treatment with you, and Last you've heard, he's been seeing specialists from big cities.
1: Why did you fucking have to recommend vaccinations to this fucking couple? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can't believe the big vaccination killed another kid.
2: Oh, my God. He
4: made another... Never mind. All right, so... Uh, what was his name
2: again? Uh,
0: Georgie. The boy's name is Georgie. The man's name is Jeff. Jeff. Jeff what? Clinton.
4: Okay, so they are looking at me, and they are saying, what
0: oh they're not looking at you no no they're you overhear him screaming at gift Sizemore, the sheriff
1: does jeff clinton own a pizza restaurant
0: no he does not own a pizza restaurant he is a junior executive at persian finance llc
3: what did you treat the kid for do you know
4: Yes, hemophilia.
0: (laughs) Oh, is this like a little Cesar Nicholas situation? Yes, exactly. Honestly? The kids are bleeding. You've kind of gotten that feeling before. Basically, you you feel like this is a very fancy boy who seems to be a pretty sweet, quiet boy, but his dad just won't let him get proper treatment because his dad is so insistent that He's fine as is. He just needs to go see a specialist or not some quack doctor from a small town.
4: That's right. I don't know
0: anything about hemophilia. You know? Cece. Yes. You're already very familiar with Jeff Clinton. Mm-hmm. Jeff works underneath your husband at the office. And from all accounts, Jeff idolizes him. Everything your husband does, Jeff attempts as well. Your husband moves out to the countryside and commutes to work. So does he. He invests in the same stocks as him. He starts a family with his trophy wife. (laughs) Jeff even married a pageant winner, just like your husband did.
2: Whoa. Was his wife second place?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Different town. (laughs) Different town. (laughs) His wife goes to the same church as you. And while both men abstain from attending, usually, if some rare occasion happens where your husband attends church with you, then the next weekend you can be sure Jeff will be there with his wife. The difference is that Jeff isn't nearly as successful as adopting this life as your husband. Because he invests in the same way as your husband, but later, he will never be as rich. His wife was, at one point, nearly as pretty as you. But while your beauty aged like fine wine, age and motherhood only made her plain and matronly. While your boy excels in school and sports... Their boy has a myriad of health issues and will rarely be out of the house for long. While you gush about your son Lee's accomplishments, they rarely, if ever, talk about their boy Georgie. You're unaware if his wife Martha realizes the extent of Jeff's copycattery, but you see it plain as day.
1: Ha! <laughs> 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 the, the
3: end of that sad story, and all she's got was a <laughs> ha. <laughs> Suck it! You should have won. Why would you
1: have to own him harder? Matt just did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sounds to me like I've just given you a reason for y'all to get murdered, and y'all are just like, eh.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and you see, after he's you know yelling at the sheriff, he pulls out his cell phone and he's just showing everyone around pictures from his cell phone, including you all, but not specifically to you, just to everyone around you. And he's just flipping through the pictures. And just like, see, look at this. Look at what these hoodlums have done to my lawn. Each of these pictures show an R, the letter R, written in an unknown substance on the side of a brick building. Oh. Look at it. The audacity of it. Is he cycles there- through. Sorry, go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just going to ask if it was written in piss, but
2: it's.
0: <laughs> it might be. You don't know.
2: <laughs> Everything makes piss in.
0: He cycles through a few more pictures, showing blurry motion shots of teens on his lawn. Hood rats, doing hood rat things with their friends. Well, well, sir. Yes, I, I, I see. I see your point. Uh, we, we've received your numerous police reports. We're we're getting right on it. We're having a we're having a stakeout uh, just this next week over it. Maybe even having a burger out over it, too. <laughs> he gives him a little elbow nudge, but Jeff doesn't care.
2: So CC walks up to Jeff and puts a hand on his shoulder Jeff, darling, why are you causing all this ruckus here?
0: He realizes who you are and uh, a myriad of complicated emotions come over his face.
2: (gasps) He horny for you. Gross.
0: Or he's horny for your husband. I haven't decided which.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and.
3: Maybe he's bisexual. (laughs) Maybe it's both.
0: But anyway, he says, ah, Cece, uh, surely you've been having these sort of issues as well with teens just running rampant all over the place. Can
1: we pause for a second? Why is this guy David Byrne? <laughs> the talking heads, the talking heads front man.
3: Oh my god, he is.
1: I don't know that reference, sorry. And you may ask yourself, hey. why are there
0: kids on your lung? You
5: <laughs> Where's okay, my okay, okay, okay.
0: To me, it was I was honestly it's when I first started planning this character, the voice was just shitty Jeffrey Jerry Seinfeld impersonation. And it started to get away from me, but I didn't have a problem with that, so I just let it get away from me. But that's how it started was Jerry Seinfeld.
1: The reason it's David Byrne is, and you may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful house. (laughs) And you may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful wife. Honestly, it sounds like uh,
0: this guy is doing a Bernie Sanders speech.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Cut the wealth of the 2%. And you may ask yourself, why are the billionaires?
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> I'll, post, I'll post
3: the song for for later
0: but yeah so like Cece, he shows you he he like gets in close to show you the 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 pictures on his phones where you can get a good look at it but you also notice that while he's doing that like he's gripping your elbow like tighter than a normal person should be when they're just showing you pictures on a phone
2: well no darling i haven't had any issues with them. Um, Children on my lawn painting the. Is that.? That looks like an R. That's quite strange. Um, we our, our security firm takes pretty good care of the house. Uh, we have it. Have y'all invested in some floodlights? He, it might help if y'all got some floodlights.
4: He perks
0: up at uh, the mention of y'all's security firm because he's very interested in what security firm you all specifically use. Oh. But he's like, oh, oh, yeah, please, by all means. Uh, uh, maybe you can put. Uh, you can give me their number. Uh, you know, I'm sure whatever they're doing for you is doing a bang up job. But uh, yeah, uh, I'd love to get the number. Maybe you could have your husband text it to me.
2: I'll do that. But the, how about for now, you just forget about the hoodlums and just enjoy this wonderful evening. Soon, we're going to be unveiling the magic carp that me and my friends caught.
0: Oh yes, um, um, I'm sure that I'm sure that the the sea bass your your people have caught just uh it's going to be great good stuff. I'm sure whatever your husband had caught gonna be great
2: i i caught it it's a magic carp and it's the biggest
0: oh uh, I'm um, apologies yes i'm sure that i'm sure exactly yes and then he just kind of not stomps off but he just kind of like awkwardly shuffles away
2: yeah he seems like a shuffler
0: yeah yeah so uh roy corn nuts guy is coming around the bend and he looks like he's uh heading towards you Okay. You also remember that you did just kind of skirt by without an inspection while he was occupied.
3: Oh, snap.
0: What do you want to do?
4: Uh... Yeah, I would like to... Roll for initiative! No, you don't need to do that. Punch the shit out of him! Don't do that. <laughs> uh, don't tell me what to do! I can do what I want! Here I come! I'm gonna swing a big old uh 3d6. I rolled a 16 for perception. Do, do I see any crowds that I can, like, Assassin's Creed, like... You
0: see some alcoves you can duck into, but you don't see, like, any people that you could barge into without, you know, making yourself even more obvious.
4: He's barging towards me from what direction? Where am I facing?
0: From the from the main door.
4: From the main door, and I am...
0: You're you're pretty close to the tank right now. The tank? Yeah, the the aquarium. The one where the big magic arp is being held?
3: Yeah. Huh. Suplex city, bitch.
0: Like I said, you found some hiding spots. You're found like you not going to be able to blend in with a crowd, but you can hide.
4: I'm going to duck into an alcove then. Okay. That's uh, one I found.
0: Okay. You found yourself a nice little alcove. That's pretty nice. But you felt like you need to take a piss. And there's an exit door right there that you don't seem, think seems to be guarded at
4: all. Yeah, that sounds like a trap, dude. Piss. Oh. How close is the fish tank? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Do it. Piss in the Magikarp tank. I'm actually going to piss in my Long Island iced tea glass.
3: shut the fuck up. Somehow that's worse.
4: It's huge. He got me a huge Long Island iced tea glass. Dude, CC's going to be so
1: pissed about this. Why are you still carrying that? It's empty. Okay. For this situation.
4: (laughs) Okay, what I'm going to do. I rolled. I think I rolled. Fuck, I got a nine. Okay. Perception. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna look inside the alcove. Do I see any anything in the
0: alcove? Uh, you see some curtains have been set up to like quarter off some areas. They're not really like secure or anything. You could easily walk through it, but they're they're mostly just for room dividing. They're not for security. Okay. I need to I need to put my pokeball somewhere. I'm going to say because you rolled high enough to tell that with all the the room dividers and curtains around, you see a coat check area where like people have left their rich people coats. Yeah, I'd say you could probably you figure you could probably slip your pokeballs into one of those coats and come back and get them in a minute.
4: I'm going to put my pokeball pokeball into my coat and I'm going to put the my coat on the rack. Sounds good. Okay. All right. That won't be a problem at all. And then I'm going to walk towards the exit to have a splash. Okay. And you haven't pissed yet, right? I, have I pissed yet? No, i have
0: not. Or pissed. did you piss into the Long Island iced tea glass? I did not piss in the Long Island iced tea glass. Okay. No,
2: I, think you okay. should.
0: I think you should. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you no. I'm not going to piss in CC's glass.
2: <laughs> Thank you. You're
0: welcome. As Here's you fine. step out from the coat check area, you almost immediately run into Corn Nuts guy. Okay. Where's the fire, big chief?
4: I don't know, but I've got to put it out with my
0: piss. So if you excuse me... He puts a hand on your shoulder. Now ah, wait just a minute. Uh, I don't think we ever got that frisk done. So uh, if you, unless you're going to consent to a search right here, I'm going to have to take
4: you out of the building right
0: now. Is that going to be a problem?
4: I mean, can we go ahead and like... Can we, can we do a check outside so I can piss right afterwards? I really have to pee.
0: <sighs> Fine, let's go. Yeah. He opens the exit door for you. He's being very careful not to like overexert himself. He already kind of got rattled by the mayor and he, he's angry. You can tell there's some anger behind what he's saying, but he also doesn't want to accidentally piss off a rich guy who just
1: likes dressing like a hobo like you do. (laughs) Cause that happens. Can we back up and and address why it is that Corn Nuts guy is not interested in why he went outside to pay. I have to piss, but outside, I mean,
4: he's a rent a cop. He probably does the same thing. Yeah, dude, the guy pisses outside. He can't go inside because his job is outside, right? Yeah. So the
2: whole world is there, you know, urinal.
0: He takes you outside and, uh, you, and it's pretty dark out here. There's a single light, uh, above you. It's just a normal back alley type area. There's a few trees and such. Okay. Uh, the forest is in the background, but, uh, and uh, there's some quarry construction off in the distance uh, and it's leading up to the building but that's a little too on the other side of the building you don't see much of that okay he says uh, you can piss in a minute for now let's get the search underway here
4: okay and I I, I I strike a T pose and I'm kind of like I'm kind of like hopping in place a little bit like I'm kind of doing the P dance like, just like I get you bit, just like itty bitty bit
0: sir sir stand still sir
4: I have to pee, fuck, come on.
0: He he checks your belt first because that's where most people keep their Pokeballs, nothing there. He checks your pants, he does the normal cop frisk and he pulls something out of your back pocket, but it's not a Pokeball. Okay. He pulls out a flask. Okay. He looks at this and says, hmm, what do we got here? I mean, hydration? Uh, did you see the sign that said no outside food or drink?
4: Why would there be a vending machine outside of the building if there's no outside food or drink? That's always there. Wait, didn't you bring the corn nuts inside? I mean, I'm the cop. I can do whatever I want. No, you're hired by the company. You can't do that. What's the what's the difference? Look here, I don't want to be a big narc or anything like that. I'm a cool guy. I'm a cool
0: guy. You're a cool guy. We're both cool guys here. All right. I'll tell you what, what we can do. Let's just keep this out here. You finish it yourselves. Then once it's empty, you pour it out if you want. Then we'll just let you go back inside. None of this ever happens. Sound good?
4: Yeah, it sounds like a plan. And I uh, untwist the cap and I just down it.
0: Okay, and the, the guy is holding it as you untwist it. Logan, what happens next?
1: So, as you reach for the flask of whatever, you peer inside of it and what you see isn't any liquor you've ever seen before. In fact, it's almost smoking. Tendrils of something or another just waft out of it and wrap themselves around Corn Nuts Guy in a warm embrace before the flask falls to the floor, corking itself again. And Corn Nuts Guy is nowhere to be seen.
4: Hello? Uh. Corn cool Nuts.
0: <laughs> the adventure continues. But in the meantime, be sure to follow us on social media for links to our Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever local podcast merchants you frequent. This show is a non-profit fan-based parody. All intellectual properties contained therein are all owned by several other, far wealthier people. Also, uh, just to clarify, that flask was the one that you were given on your in-character birthday. Yeah, I remember. But you've never opened it, so I had to create a fucking event where you were forced to open it. Oh yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, you didn't trust it.
0: No, I didn't trust it.
5: Yeah, good job.
2: When he was talking about the class, I was like, it's happening.
4: Fate
0: says it has to be opened.
4: <laughs> Poor Corn Nuts guy. He's not dead, is he? I don't want him to die.
0: But either way, we'll find out for sure next week. On Dragon Ball Z. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs>